0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the Doctors of Running virtual roundtable, where we three—currently two—doctors of physical therapy discuss the art and science of what, on what we put on our feet. On the docket today, we have the Reebok uh, Float Ride One Run Fast Two. Uh, David and I are sharing this as uh, this is both the size ten. Big shout out to um, oh gosh. It's one of those days already. Uh, big shout out to Run Republic in Walnut, who a uh, great local running store that was able to give us a pair. and uh, David and I are sharing this. and so I've got my miles on them. David is getting his miles on them. Uh, it is one of Reebok's uh, fast day shoes, hence the run fast. It's billed as a workout day shoe, a uh, speed day shoe where you can race in this, but is really meant for workouts. and we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a second. We're going to start with a couple of the specs behind this stuff. So uh, the upper is the supposedly the major update. They really thickened that up. So so is supposed to stay the same. We'll 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 discuss that. The weight for men's size nine is 7.7 ounces. Our pair of size 10 has been is about 8.2 to 8.3 ounces. There's a supposedly eight millimeter drop. We do not have measurements on the stack height. And this is a performance trainer slash distance racer. classification you ready showtime on may 3rd summer starts with the fall guy he's doing
1: later let's drink a spicy margarita make some bad decisions yeah
0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy.
1: Fall Guy. It's what the poster said.
0: See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy.
1: Do you want to make out? No, nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13.
0: So, David, do you want to start on kind of your initial thoughts? You've got about one or so run in them so far. I've got about 20 plus miles. What do you think?
1: Yeah, so far, it's like I like it, but I like it for very specific reasons. Uh, the shoe's definitely on the firm side. I don't know if that's a durometer thing or if that is the top sole involvement. Uh, I think it does feel pretty close to an 8 millimeter drop, in my opinion. Um, but it's a very firm ride, and I've noticed – I try to take it through pretty much every pace possible through seven miles, just on, off, slow anywhere ranging from like eight minute pace down to maybe like 450 pace. And uh I it was kind of weird because for a shoe being at eight ounces, 8.3 ounces, that uh it actually felt better at like 10k, 5k kind of pacing for me, which was kind of weird. I was expecting it to feel much nicer at more of like a half marathon marathon kind of pace, but it started the firm that real firm midsole and the toe spring didn't exactly feel like it kicked in until I hit those faster paces. So, um, I don't know. It's like, I I like it. I like the traction on it that you can take it on pretty much any terrain you want to. I almost actually preferred it on dirt. Um, but if you're running fast on a road, you kind of forget about those things anyways. But, um, I like that you could take it on anything. That was actually one of the thoughts I had was that you could take this on a track and it actually would feel pretty decent because you have the grip to kind of pull from and the surface of the track itself isn't as firm as, say, a road. So um, all in all, I mean, yeah, my first impressions of it is definitely, like, this is a shoe I would want to work out in, but it's not exactly – it's not necessarily a shoe I'd necessarily want to race in. I think I would pull other shoes out of the arsenal for that.
0: And so um, I I had the opportunity to run in the original version, which was a favorite of mine. David has not had that opportunity, so we might have to search and see if we can grab you a pair among all the other stuff we have to review. Um, my, I agree with David uh, on a lot of those factors where this shoe i was expecting the same kind of magic i felt from the first ride the first version and this shoe is very very different noticeably it is much much more firm there's a very aggressive toe spring which makes it fit short for me so i'm normally a size 10. i think that size 10 fits uh, david a lot better than me yeah. because that's so what do you think about the fit in terms of like sizing
1: it's a half size down for sure yeah i mean because it fits me really really well yeah. And it fits pretty similar to the Panthea, but this Panthea is a nine and a half. And this Run Fast is a 10.
0: Yeah. So I'm so, I'm normally a 10. My Panthea is a size 10. and fits me perfectly. The Run Fast was definitely on the short side. So for again, in terms of fit, for those interested in that, you should probably go you should probably go a half size. Okay.
1: Up,
0: unless you were really looking for that really snug fit. Which the upper is going to provide for you anywhere. There, the the Runfast originally had a little more room to begin with. It wasn't super narrow or super wide. It was kind of like that, just right with a little flexibility. The current one, that upper is super thick. It is it is much stiffer. There's a much stiffer heel counter back there. It's a much heavier upper, which contributes to a lot of the weight gain. So this version is over an ounce heavier than the original, which um, again I'm sure makes improves the durability a little bit in terms of the upper, but definitely uh, not the same shoe. The 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 ride is is totally different. So again, fits different, rides different. The the toe spring there may like get you off your toes a lot quicker. I'm not the biggest fan of this kind of toe spring because a lot of shoes I like where you know it's it's not super aggressive or it's you've got enough room where the toe spring doesn't hit you, whereas this shoe it's short enough where your toes are actually held in extension in the run fast. And I I personally don't like that. I like my toes to be able to move. If there's going to be toe spring, I want that to not affect my foot position. So again, be aware that that is something, unless you go a half size up, you're probably going to experience there. So very aggressive toe spring. Ride is much firmer. I did not get that same float ride, bouncy ride, some of the same thing. We'll talk about the comparison because a lot of people ask about comparison to the Panthea. Did not get that same bouncy feeling. It was much firmer. And it worked much better for me running at 5K, 10K pace than it did half marathon, marathon pace, tempo run. It was not the most comfortable shoe used for an easy run. Um, That's also because I've kind of moved away from uh, training in super lightweight shoes like I used to. So that also is a personal preference. For those people who like that and just want a little more shoe, that actually might be a good option for you. For those who need a little bit more like a traditional kind of trainer, this is probably not going to be enough for you for daily training. But as always, your your uh, experience is going to vary depending on depending on your experience and uh, your previous experience and what you tend to like. the The drop again feels pretty consistent with that eight millimeter drop. I know a couple of sources like Runners World said things were like closer to ten. I'm sure it could be in that area. And the the float wide stuff will compress, so you're gonna, that's going to vary depending on when you land, where you land. And uh, yeah, it's just it's much firmer. It feels like so. There's can you, David, can you hold up the run fast? So there's there's two layers. So that that blue and orange, red, whatever that is. I, we think that's EVA. We don't have exact uh, reports on what that is. Same thing with the original. And then there's the float ride foam underneath it. So there's a top uh, of EVA, which feels really firm. It does not have the same oh, yeah. bounciness that I liked about the original float ride. And I, I used the original float ride for a 10K race. I used it for long runs, workouts, easy runs. I could use it for everything. This one is much more tuned, I would say, to faster workouts, and it really is to me a workout day shoe and not something that I'm going to reach for for longer races or long runs or things like that. I'm sure can. some people could use it. Personally, it was a speed day shoe. It was Fartlicks 5K, 10K. When I tried to take it to it for a tempo run and an easy run, it did not feel as good when I'm trying to get into a rhythm and I'm going. So Moving fast feels good, not so much when you're trying to move at pace, if that makes sense. Um, Upper was, again, there's a surprising amount of room given the the short fit in terms of width, Uh, so that's great there, but man, that upper is thick. It is super thick, and I noticed that the whole time. The heel counter is very very stiff and prominent, so those people who like having a little bit more stability back there is going to be fine. the heel counters generally don't do a ton for me, just because there is a lot of uh, lateral medial sole flare um, from the sole. So I I definitely felt that, and uh, I'm excited. Reebok has a shoe coming out that's going to have a nice heel bevel in it. We can't say too much more about it at the moment, but we're excited to review that. This one I definitely felt. I definitely felt the posterior flare, whereas in the Panthea, even though it's got it, I didn't notice that as much. And I'm I'm typically one of the I typically have more of a rear foot landing, not always. Um, although you probably shouldn't ask me what exactly my foot strike is. Because we talked about that previously, that runners can't identify well what they do. So check out that episode. That was an awesome episode uh, on foot strike. But yeah, I really felt that flare on the uh, run fast, which and when I was running easier tempo, but when I was picking up the pace and you start moving forward, I didn't feel it. So just know if you tend to land a little farther back consistently, that might be something you might need to get used to or be aware of. Uh, from a stability standpoint, the firmer ride and a little more thick upper did help, but that flare kind of throws things off a little bit. So it's it still has a place. I think that some people will really like that if you like the float ride foam. Just know that it is much firmer and much thicker and fits shorter than the previous shoe, the previous version. So it's a very different shoe. So those who love the first one, it's not the same, and you just need to be aware of that. And uh, you're gonna have to decide whether you want to stock up in the original. Or uh, try this new one. Uh, I think it has its place. The traction is really good. And I expect to get a lot of miles because of the firm ride. And uh, these Reebok outsoles are lasting forever. Um, so, you know, that it's they're, they're doing good. So expect durability to be great on that. I'm sure the upper is going to last, given how thick it is. But it's a heavier shoe. It's it's weirdly enough faster at shorter distances. But it it yeah. it, it suffer a little bit at the shorter – at the longer – Efforts so definitely a very different personality
1: now yeah david what definitely. do you think definitely to kind of go off of the upper too because i haven't run in the first edition i'm kind of just going in blindly here but um i actually i didn't have too much of a problem with the upper however i mean it, for, for it being a speed day shoe it's a little on the thick side yeah, like I mean, if this was a daily trainer, I think it'd be fine, but it, but it's not. Right. And so, uh, like the sock liner inside of it, I actually thought it was pretty comfortable. I mean, being on the half size up there, um, I thought it was interesting that you brought up the extension on the toes, because I think for me, being a half size up, I didn't feel that quite as much. I did feel it though, and I think that's one of the reasons why it felt more comfortable when the pace picked up. Mm-hmm. But when it was at a slower pace, you're kind of like, this just feels awkward. You know, like it doesn't feel – but it didn't really feel like it wanted to push either. You know, it's like the second you put it into that situation where you're running fast, then it kind of comes alive more. Right. Um, It's it's
0: definitely not one of those shoes that's like, oh, this wants to go fast. It's kind of like it it will go as you push it within a, a certain extent. You know yeah. the, typically that shoes are like these one and as soon as you put them on even if you're not feeling good, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go fast This right. is not one of them. It does have the ability to have a couple personalities, but there's not that much What's
1: And actually I and I know we strike a little differently, mm-hmm. but um, I actually felt the heel flare and the the bevel there. I it felt smoother on this shoe than it did The Panthea for me personally really? Yeah, I think the bevel is a little bit more prominent. Yeah. And so I think... It is a little bit more
0: compared to the the Panthea. And again, we don't have measures on this. It's just a kind of a visual. um, Well, I mean, even that looks like almost... Yeah. I don't know, Uh, man. Look the same.
1: No. I had them on the ground earlier. All right. Can I see? Yeah, I was looking... It's hard because I'm holding them. That's what I'm trying to figure out. It looks like... On the camera.
0: Visually again, this is testimonial, right? This is not a randomized yeah. trial. This is not objectively measured. It's subjective But I guess right. that there, there does appear to be a little bit more Again, not uh, just a little farther forward Maybe so again it sounds like again different people are gonna have different experiences David talk a little bit more about what you felt with that, please
1: Yeah, so what I what I thought was so interesting about the ride was that I um, for me, that bevel felt a little bit more prominent, but I also I think I land a little bit more anterior anteriorly than you do. Yep. Um, however, that topsol is pretty dang firm, it so it, in some ways I think that's kind of where I land anyways. Is kind of for the most part in that midfoot to rear-foot region if I'm not running fast, mm-hmm. and um, I would land and I, I this is all subjective obviously, but. I, I would feel like I'm kind of like landing here, and you have that nice little bevel where it's like, okay, cool, this is smooth. But then I hit this really, really firm mm-hmm. sole flare that you were hinting to earlier, and it made the shoe really stable. I mean, I was like, this might be one of the most stable go fast shoes that right. I have put on outside of like maybe the New Balance 1500 or something like that. Um, but I, I don't know. It felt, it just. I don't know, it felt kind of firm and hard and a little flat at the slower paces. And like that's why I said until I took it fast, it didn't really come alive. But then once I did take it fast, it actually felt pretty good. And it felt pretty smooth. And that's very different so.
0: from the previous one where it just like it had so much energy and bounce to it. It wasn't the most stable shoe just because it was softer, but it wasn't a bad soft. It wasn't a mushy soft. It was like a bouncy, like pop off the ground, really nice ride um that again to me didn't feel like it was nearly as good at the shorter distance stuff just because again this the midsole was soft enough that it's still you still sunk in just a hair but those longer distances the, the balance was so nice so this is very different very firm very much better for at pace stuff probably like david like you said probably potentially versatile in terms of going doing some off-road stuff on very well groomed and clean trails i definitely would not take this on aggressive trails you might be different but yeah, just a very different beast. With any of Yeah,
1: we, yeah. this week's going, I might as well.
0: Yeah, you might as well. So <laughs> big, the big questions that we got um, from, from people asking was on the comparison between this and the panthea. So the biggest mm-hmm. and, and even a couple people asking about the, uh, the energy. The biggest differences, again, is, you know, obviously the run fast is, I believe, the lightest one. Of the three yeah. not by much anymore. like I said this, this uh, the run fast gained quite a bit of weight. so differentiation wise, like weight wise it's very they're very similar. The, yeah. We don't have measurements on the stack height to me, the panthea and the energy feel like they're at a much higher stack height than the run fast but that also might be because the sole setup is much softer in the Panthea and energy and the Runfast 2 is much firmer. So again, it just feels like there's there's more underfoot there. You can feel the float ride form, foam more here and there's that even the top sole this is just testimony again subjective but even the top sole feels less firm.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Panthea. That- yeah, go mm-hmm. ahead
1: uh and that actually kind of alludes to a little bit what you were saying about the original run fast like the panthea has a much more kind of plush, i don't want to say plush but i mean it's a lot more bouncy yeah than the run fast and it has a lot more give it doesn't feel like firm when you land it actually feels kind of nice on the foot yeah. like that you can take it for those longer distances and still run at a slower pace on it and it's like almost a negligible weight difference. I think I had these at 8.3 ounces, I want to say, at a men's 9.5. And for this being a men's 10 I and mean being 8.2, 8.3 ounces, I mean, between a half size, right. mean, you're looking at virtually almost the same weight. Right. So, so it's going to depend
0: on what you want from a ride. So if you want something that's much firmer with a little th- – and, I, again, we thought that the uh, – I thought the Panthea had a pretty thick upper until I tried the uh, run fast. And the run fast has a thicker – far less flexible upper at least the panthea does break in it's it's nice and soft i felt like the run fast two had a much more thick i wouldn't necessarily say secure but in some ways secure upper um kind of just more overbearing to be honest uh it definitely could be lighter so really the ride and the fit is going to be the biggest thing obviously just go up a half size and run fast Two, but you know the of the three of them, the energy is energy two is my favorite one because it's got, remember, remind me if I'm wrong, the that full uh, uh float ride midsole that just feels so good and it's awesome, bouncing. and I could use that
1: for everything. Well, there was there wasn't a topsole in the Energy. Are, are, you're saying forever float ride energy, yeah. So that that was a different foam, actually. That was ah, the oh, that's, we did talk about this, that's yeah. That was the float ride energy foam, so that's a PU based foam, that's right. So, I mean, I think it's a little heavier, but it's also got a little bit more cushion, I think, to yeah. it. And it's probably a little bit more durable in terms of just, like, the compression and the prolonging. This is why but, I always
0: check your sources first before you say anything. It's a lesson here. <laughs> well,
1: that's okay. That's why we have each other, right? I mean, yeah, we do this live. We, we talk about these things. But you're right. No top sole in it. So... I think one difference. I I, now I could be wrong on this, but I think it was a carbon rubber outsole versus a blown rubber outsole.
0: Yeah, I think you were right. Models,
1: and I think that kind of firmed up the ride a little bit. Yeah. Uh, But overall, I think it's a little bit more plush, but not quite as bouncy or responsive either. So it was for me at least like more of that like go hit your daily miles in, and whereas the Panthea kind of was like the bridge between the two where it's bouncy you could run fast in it but you could also get daily miles in as well um but yeah i don't know i mean i I love them both it's kind of hard to choose between the two i think they got the same score i think on our uh on our dor review when i reviewed them yeah my scores that's a good reminder
0: that it was a different float ride foam it was yeah interesting yeah uh, it was still great. It's still it's, it's still an awesome shoe, just like I think the Panthea is also really a really good one. Um, just different uses. I, mm-hmm. I personally felt like the – I've done some great workouts in the Panthea. The Forever Energy is just still one of my favorite ones for being able to do anything I wanted. So I know it's not the same flow right foam, but I really enjoyed that as the most versatile of the group and a shoe that I would even – if I was more stable – would consider run it racing longer distances in whereas the panthea was more of a trainer to me and then the run fast would be more of a short like 5k 10k shoe for somebody that maybe needs a little bit more shoe than um you know something like if we're going to compare something like the run fast pro or the london pro or something like that or one of the any other classic 5k 10k racers but somebody who still wanted to go really fast i think that's where the the run fast two would go, whereas the Forever Energy might be that really fun, lightweight trainer that you can do long workouts in, and then the Panthea would be my choice. Even though you can do fast stuff in this for more of a trainer. What do you think of those three choices?
1: I actually agree. I I don't know, it's weird because I, I think for for the Forever Float Ride Energy 2. That seems much more of like a daily effort or marathon-type workout, you know, kind of shoe, which I know is more up your alley at the moment. Um, For the Panthea, I felt like I could turn it over more, but it still had enough cushion for that daily training. So it it was – I mean, it's a performance trainer, you know, so it – I, I still feel like I could do marathon type work in the Panthea, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, the, the FFE2 is a little heavier. So, if, is, if you need a little bit more shoe, and then the sole flare is present but without the topsole, and yeah. then you have that full length, you know, uh, slightly different outsole, hmm. the carbon rubber one. So, if you need that little bit of stability in there, I think that actually goes in your favor. Um if you don't need it though, then the Panthea I think might win. It's a toss-up, to be honest. They're both really good. For- and I'm
0: looking at our, our review of the FFE two, it is actually significantly heavier. So we had a yeah. men's size nine, eight point seven ounces, and we did not that was before we were using our own measurements. So that's a that's a good amount heavier than the Panthea, which if I remember correctly comes in at eight ounces compared to seven point seven ounces for the run fast in a men's size nine. So yeah.
1: And that's pretty accurate with my readings. I, I can't exactly remember because I was just playing around once I got my scale. Right. But I think I remember the FFE being somewhere in the ballpark of like 8.8 or 8.9 or something like yep. that. So, um, but it's still a great shoe and it still runs really fast, you know? Awesome. Yeah, it's I mean, a great shoe. Yeah. So I guess that would probably be the thing. Like if it's like longer, slightly slower pace the ffe2 probably would i think win in that but if you wanted to turn it over a little bit more you have a little bit more toe spring in the reebok panthea and it's a little lower profile in the weight and you have that topsoil and PIBA base to kind of like have a little bit more rebound for when you pick it up faster so if you're trying to do like a quote-unquote do it all they both are in their own way, right. but the the FFE two is going to favor the longer distances more, whereas the Panthea is going to favor the shorter distances. Right. And then
0: the Run Fast is not going to have that same versatility. Where really, for the majority of the population out there, this is really that faster day shoe, that workout day shoe, and it's not it's not something we would suggest as a daily trainer or those little, for longer efforts, unless you really want something that's firm. Right. So yeah, it's interesting again the number of shoes we've tested that are like really firm and close to the ground versus, you know, your classic like sketchers, the the Gomax, the full is oh, yeah. like super soft and then your hokas and stuff like that. And it's interesting to see something that's still you know, like I've got the the Clifton right now, or not the Clifton, the um Rincon. Rincon, thank you. I keep calling it Clifton. Uh right now they just put my first miles on, and it is that's pretty firm and it's actually the exact same weight as the run fast at seven point seven ounces and yeah it's totally you know totally different ride thing, but I could actually still pick up the pace pretty well and feel like that was a really good shoe for longer efforts so but again, it'll depend on the person so yeah, yeah. so any last I, thoughts on the, the run fast too
1: uh, I mean, I wish I could have taken it out on some trails prior to this video yeah um we kind of joke around a lot because i love the used shoes for reasons they're not designed for <laughs> but honestly i feel like with the traction on it i probably could take it pretty hard on some of these trails might
0: be it might be better as a as a like well-groomed who knows so i have uh a full review up on doctors of running on the website right now that you guys can go check out david will have his thoughts that we'll add to there very shortly here as soon as he gets enough miles on it and so it might be cool if you could yeah, take it on some trails and see what happens, and maybe it's got a secret yeah. purpose that Reebok uh, didn't didn't mention. So yeah, the traction's good enough, right? It it definitely yeah. the ground, and uh, when at least when I walk, everybody around me knows what I'm wearing because <laughs> it makes a lot yeah. of noise because of that traction. Uh, but that's also because I like slam my feet in the ground, so that's mm-hmm. that too. So yeah, so that is our thoughts on the Reebok Run Fast 2, a float ride Run Fast 2. So again, it's very different from the first version. It is an ounce heavier, a much thicker upper, fits about a half size short compared to the original. It's much firmer, like I said, not as bouncy and really does much better at shorter distance stuff. You know, 5K, 10K efforts, workouts, not, not as versatile into longer efforts, whether that's, you know, marathon pace or long runs or easy runs. However, David's going to take these on some trails and let us know what he thinks. And but that might be an opportunity that as supposedly road shoe actually might do better there. So we will he will check back and update you guys uh, on how that goes. And it has happened before. So <laughs> yes, he's definitely contributed to that very well. So so here are our thoughts on the art and science behind putting Bach float ride run fast 2 on our on our feet. Uh, make sure to subscribe below and check out our website at doc, uh, doctorsofrunning.com for more detailed reviews and research reports. We look forward to meeting together next time. Again, check out our last review again on uh, foot strikes. We presented a lot of evidence on that. We're going to start doing more of that stuff again as things start to pick up here and we start doing this more often. It's been super fun. We have uh, this podcast now on multiple different sources. David, do you want to say anything about that?
1: Yeah, so I mean, it's on pretty much all your favorite platforms now. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play. I use CastBox. It's on CastBox. Um, we're virtually on pretty much anything now at this point. We're using Anchor um, as our platform to create it. and uh, It's up and running, and you can download it and listen to um, on your commutes and everything. So.
0: so We have some pretty cool stuff coming up, so stay tuned, and we'll get back to you guys soon. All right. Have a good one, you guys.